Good morning. Hello, comadres. Welcome back. Hello. Hello. Buenos dias. Good afternoon. Good evening. Whatever time you're listening to us, we are your for real comadre, Sara. I'm Paula. And we are, well, I am back. I'm back today. <laughs> um, it's Saturday morning. It's a gloomy, cold, little chilly morning here. Um, how are you doing this morning, comadre? I'm good. I'm up and running. I've already had a ton of stuff that I've been able to do. I just have to check workout off of my list, and then the whole rest of the day is mine. Girl, I am totally in senora mode today. I've got my, I put on my senora hat, and I was up and out of the house at 6.30 this morning. And Doing um, what? Girl, this whole COVID thing has really messed up all of our, like, systems and everything and um i had to go to the dmv you have and to make an appointment why, right you have to no, make an not appointment all, not all facilities so some of them require appointments but the ones that require appointments aren't uh didn't do what i needed to get done so i decided to go to a facility and they're open Saturdays at 7:30 so my smart ass is like oh i'm going to get there really early and nobody's going to be there Lord Jesus, when I get there, the place isn't even open yet. And there is a line, I kid you not, like maybe three, four blocks long. Wow. And I'm like, this is a joke. Like, I can't believe this. So I go get in line, you know, and I'm standing there. Maybe 20, 30 minutes later, the facility opens and somebody comes out like with a big megaphone. And it's like, if you're here for this, 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 and this please see me. I'm like, oh, great. I get like a pass or something or like an express thing. Yeah, we don't do that here. What? We we used to do it here, but we don't now. So and I'm like, are you kidding me? So then I go and get a list of the facilities that do and half of them are closed uh, today and the other ones were just boo boo far. And I was like, okay. I'm not doing this. I'm going to have to do it during the week and figure something out. Because, you know, Saturdays, everybody's there early and they don't work. So they're trying to get it just like I am. But I'm just going to have to make it happen. So I got home. I did a lot of chores. I did it. So I've been I've been up and running right now. So you got up at 630 in the morning and didn't No, get no. Done. I got up at 5 something in the morning. Ouch. I left at 630. Sucks. So yeah, that's been my morning so far. Yeah, that doesn't sound fun. Not it's not one. it's not bad. I'm the morning person, but this was a really early morning, and I'm like, oh god, like it wasn't that bad. I'm glad I'm glad I'm up and ready, and you know I've gotten some stuff done. I'm that's all I'm gonna do today. You know, get stuff done that I need to get done. But oh, that's just a drag. But I'm like, toda la mañana en eso. I went all the way over there and then came back. You know. And that's like that. That is the worst, honestly. Especially going to the DMV, and I you're know. going there on a mission to do something, yeah. and you wait, and you get to the either the front or whatever the case is, and you can't get it done. That just sucks because you yeah. know that you have to go back. Mm-hmm. That's the thing too. But now I know how bad it is. I was like, oh, yeah. Well, yeah. That's what I heard. That a lot of people 
I have um, a coworker whose ID, like she lost it. And so just the dread, like not even the credit cards or the money or anything else that was in her bag. It was like having to go to the DMV, DMV. and mm-hmm. get her license again. Yeah. And um, yeah, like she's like, oh, there's appointments you have to make. A, it's just like a whole thing. And even with an appointment, it doesn't, if you don't have an appointment, it, it doesn't really secure much because of the crowds. Um, and I remember, do you remember when the real ID, they started promoting like that we had that and then it was like a year in and then a year and a half. And then they're like, all right, this is a deadline, like right before COVID. Like right yeah. before. So I was like, let me just go. Um, because, and I had tried several times and with no luck. And this was again, pre, pre right before COVID. So I went and thank goodness I got it because holy moly. And I know that they've been extending it. For yeah, I think they extended it to like August now. Yeah, because everybody's trying to get it. Mm-hmm. So, so oh, thank that, goodness I got that. Yeah, so like hold on to your IDs, people. Like they're gold because right now they are. Who wants to go I to the know. DMV? Crazy. Yeah, like what would I? What would I do? Like I, thought I was thinking about that. If I didn't have my driver's license, like I like mm, con la licencia de Dios. That's it. Yeah, no, that'd be <laughs> awful. And then people in there be wild, and it's nuts the last time i was yeah. there i was like it was like a whole on fight because then they require like specific very specific documents for you to get your real id and um that was just like a whole other thing and that was were, my fear like what if i'm in line and i'm there for hours and mm-hmm. then i get there and they're like you're missing this you, we can't do it without this you yeah. know like they don't even have anybody like checking or questions or anything like that so no, that's not. awful. No, like drag, double check, triple check. If you know somebody that's gone, check with them. Um, I went to the to the Secretary of State website and I printed out. You know how they tell you if you have this one, need. you need mm-hmm. this one. But if you don't have this one, you need this one and this one. So I made sure like I had everything with me, and I wasn't born in this country. So for me, that's right. It requires a whole other set of paperwork, even though I am a citizen it does still require a bunch of extra papers and um so I made sure I had all of it because I was not going to sit through all of that um again just for fun it was like nalga to nalga with people that day no everybody was on top of each other everybody was outside it was cold and then it's cloudy today, right? So then oh, I heard a guy, he's like, is it, isn't it supposed to rain? I hope it rains so that half mm-hmm. of these people can leave. And then I'm like, fuck, what if it rains? And sure enough, after I had gone into the car, it started drizzling. And I'm like, yeah, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is not for me. The currency exchange is looking real good to me right now. But I'm like, <laughs> no, I have to be a responsible adult and do the right thing. And, you know, I was like, no. So I got to figure out what I need to do, but it's a drag. So it's all of this is still going on. And we, here we are a year later. So yeah, COVID wins again. Oh my gosh. Like for real. Yeah. But um, speaking of which, well, I mean, this is a hassle, but you were a little rested. You were way on vacay. Do you want to talk? About I was it? not rested. Like I feel like, like you go away. I always, always always I go away and I still take like a day or two off to be here because I need to get adjusted and not only that but I hate like washing and you know getting unpacking and doing all that stuff I hate coming right back and going to work the next day 
well, you know, I'm working from here, but still, it was a drag. So it was really nice. We went away, and it was a family vacation. So we had a really good time. The kids enjoyed it a lot. Um, we um, walked a ton. Like, you know, you're sightseeing, you're looking at stuff, shopping, going to restaurants, getting to know the area. We had a lot of fun. It was really nice, but I was tired. I was like, when I was out there, it didn't bother me, you know, because you're out there and you're enjoying it. The weather was good. It was beautiful. But um, once I got back, I was dead, like dead tired. Um, I took off another day and uh, went back to work. Well, and yesterday? Of course, yesterday. And, of course, that was craziness because I had been out um, almost a whole week. And... Um, it was just a lot to do so you know but but at least I took the break you know the little break and and uh came back on Friday and then I have the weekend off now again so I I uh tamed most of the like commotion going on and then you know Monday will just be another Monday so but it was nice it was really good the kids enjoyed it a lot how long did you go away for we left uh Saturday how um so how was flying on a was this your first time on a plane since COVID? Since COVID, I wanna say was it? No, no, we had gone already. Him and I had already gone away before. Um, so it wasn't our first time, but it was our first time with the kids, and that was a little you know we we were cautious, but um, I was. The, the good thing is that they're older. I mean, they're young enough where we still have to keep an eye on them, but old enough where we tell them and, you know, we expect them to understand. And uh, we were all masked up. I had wipes. I had sanitizer. I had spray. I had Lysol. I had, I had it all. And um, we um, talked to them before we got there and explained to them there was going to be a lot of people and we didn't want any touching of any kind anywhere like touching um chairs or or rails or I said it's a really big place and you guys need to be focused and we need to keep together and they were really good um and then uh hotel same thing you know I went in and sanitized and did everything they they were pretty good it was pretty clean and I could see them uh, following all protocols and stuff as well so that was good um but in general that we it was it's just something you have to now it's it's crazy how that's the norm you have to do stuff like that and it's just something you do naturally now where before it was something you would forget now you know they they always know to look for the hand sanitizer or if yeah. they see a hand sanitizing uh, station, they go to it right away and sanitize, and it's, it's so so it was easier. Um, we had a really good time, and and um, it wasn't as hard as I thought it was going to be. How was the airport? How was um, for those of you, for those of us that haven't traveled because I haven't traveled either? What's the main difference from before to now, other than the masks and I'm assuming hand sanitizing stations and things like that everywhere? What was the process of like checking in and nothing really. The only thing is that you're masked up and you're doing it. Um, in security lines, you have the six feet distancing and, you know, somewhat because 
at some point or another, you kind of get close to people as you're getting, uh, going through security and taking off your shoes and doing all of that stuff. Like you are touching everybody, you know, you're, you know, the boxes that you have to put your stuff in. You're touching all of those trays and doing all that. I highly doubt that they're sanitizing each and every one of those as people use them. So, I mean, that is the only area where I saw that there's a little bit of crowding and that you can do it. You can, you know, that they're more likely to get contaminated. And then um, on the plane itself, people are wearing masks. They're required to wear them. But you will see a few people here and there that'll take it off and they'll have it and then as soon as, they, well, when they take it off and then um, tortoise passes by, then they'll have them put it back on. And they're like, no, you need to keep it on at all times. Hmm. We were on our way back. We were sitting and I noticed a guy that was not across from me, but like across and over one. And I noticed that when we got on, he was talking and talking and he had his mask off. Hmm. And it bothered me. So I kept looking at him. And then I realized he was on the phone and he was like, okay, I have to go because, you know, we're about to leave, blah, blah, blah. So he put it back on. But then later on during the flight, I see he has it off. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, why does he have it off? And sure enough, the store just was fine. They're like, sir, you have to keep that on. And so then he's like, okay, fine. He put it back on. And, but everything else, like, seems, protocol seems to be normal. They just, yeah. they just make sure to check to see that you have your mask on. But they are back to seating everybody all together again. There's no spaces. There's no, that's a little, you know, if I were to be there traveling by myself and um, I get somebody next to me and then let it be somebody that what, doesn't want to wear a mask or something like that, then yeah, that'd be a little scary. There'd be some but, hands. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I'd be like, uh-uh, this ain't going to work. But um, other than that, like it was pretty much normal. I think it's just, you have to um, be careful and be cautious and take those measures and, you know, take the wipes and do all of that. As much as it seems like, you know, I seemed a little crazy when I got on because I was like, wipes, 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 everybody wipe everything off, wipe, 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 wipe. But you just never know. Yeah. Can you believe that was me before COVID? Wipe, wipe, wipe. <laughs> no, I mean, I get it. I, yeah. I don't think I would be so like, um, I don't know not cautious but I don't think I'd be so adamant about it if it wasn't in my head where I'm like COVID mm -hmm. COVID 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 like it, they could get it from just touching it or something you know yeah. that's where yeah no, airplanes are nasty I follow this yeah. um this site it's called passenger shaming on Instagram and then mm -hmm. they post uh it's I believe she's a former uh flight attendant and she shows like all the gross things people do on planes but even before I followed them, and again, pre-COVID, I was like, no, ma'am, no, thank you. I always carried wipes, and before the three of us would sit down, I would be like, all right, let me wipe everything down, the tray tables, the armrests, like anything that you would touch, anything. Like the overhead, the little fans. Um, sometimes if, um, like I had a little sanitizing spray for the headrests and whatnot, so, oh, yeah, no, I, like, down... Before we ate, like if we had obviously get snacks or, or anything, hand sanitizing wipes, I mean, all of it. Yep. It's just so gross. And I would try not to drink things as I never wanted to go to the bathroom. Um, uh-huh. That's the same mm -hmm. thing we did. I made sure we went to the bathroom before we got uh -huh. on the plane. 
um, after we got off the plane, like I just, it's, mm-mm. I yeah. was trying for them and not to go while we were on there. Cause I was my, that was another one. I was like, God, I hope either one of them doesn't say, I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, no. Oh my gosh. So yeah. So then there was the four of you. So I'm assuming two to a, two to a row. And then you guys each had like a third rando sitting next to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what we did. We did that. <sighs> See, that's why I'm glad it's like some, it's a three of us. So it's like, it's perfect. We've had times where either yeah. we, one of us has to take um, our daughter, one or the other. And then the other person's like way down, like at first when we first started traveling. So it's like a whole thing. We would always kind of put her by the window to make sure, you know. Yeah. So it's like all these like little checks that you have to do when you're, when you're traveling. And so I'm like so glad there's the three of us. She goes in the middle. And, you know, then that's that's our flight. Like, we're always kind of just a little team stuck together. So yeah. um, anything else would make me so paranoid when I used to travel with my little brothers. And um, my sister and I would kind of split. But then if we were all kind of in different places, like I could not rest knowing, like, you know, we were all kind of separated all over the plane. So mm-hmm. that is, um, that's, like, so stressful, at least for me. But anyways, man, that sounds fun. Uh I saw your pictures that looked, uh, some of that stuff, I mean, you were, you were look, what, hunting crocodiles or alligators? What is it that they have? We, yeah, we went to uh, a swamp, and it's like an alligator <laughs> tour. So the kids were, re- I mean, obviously that was for the kids, and they were really into it. It was so funny. Um, it was, uh, um, they take you out literally on a boat, and you're there, and then you just spot them, and then they pulled one out and they were just like, look, and pulled it, like they're just holding it, like just holding it just to take pictures with it and stuff. And like it a was baby? Crazy. Like a little yeah, or like, a big? It, it was, yeah, it was a baby. It was little. Like it wasn't super tiny, but it was little. It was little enough to handle, but big enough where if you fuck up, like it's going <laughs> to hurt you. So some people are just so like we were, that's what we were talking about. And it was older people, like, you know, senior citizens um, are just so obnoxious. Like, I couldn't believe, like, how ignorant they were being. So this lady keeps telling uh, the tour guide, he's holding this baby alligator, right? And he's like, "Um, you can hold it if you want, but this is the way you need to hold it. And he's specifically telling people that want to hold it, like, it's totally your choice. Nobody's making you do it. How to hold it to not freak the, cro- the the alligator out because he's like if they feel you squeezing then they will feel threatened and so they start squirming and you're gonna freak out because it's squirming and then that's gonna be it so hold the tail this way and put your like fingers together around its neck this way but do not squeeze just let it rest its head and hit its neck in your fingers so everybody's doing it and it gets to this older lady and she does it and you could tell she was not doing it right and he's like no don't squeeze don't squeeze. I'm not squeezing I'm not squeezing and so that you could tell something was wrong so then she gives it back she this was at the beginning of the line you know he was going down an aisle and then she comes and she sits down at the end of the aisle so then he comes to her and he's like oh you did it already she's like well I want to do it again and I'm like, oh, my God. Okay. Like, there's kids and stuff. And she's like, I want to do it again. Okay. So she does it again. And then, well, what happens if I squeeze here? And then he's like, I just told you, it, it don't do that because it's going to feel threatened. And you can't hurt it. You know, like, you can 
break something. They're fragile and all this and whatever. And she's like, what's this little alligator going to do to me? And then he's like, they have very sharp teeth. They will hurt you. I highly doubt it. And I was like, what the hell? Why are you doubting this? And why would you say that? And like, she was this older woman and she just kept being difficult. And I'm like, oh my God. People are just crazy out here. Like, I'm like, I don't understand why you would take that risk. Mm-hmm. People that didn't want to hold on to it wouldn't hold up to it. Like, so if you, you feel afraid or you feel that there's a risk, you just don't do it. So why are you going to do that? You know, even if you don't feel afraid, why are you going to question it and challenge it? So um, the kids, uh, Mateo didn't want to do it. Mateo was scared. Like, he's like, no, 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 no. He just kept, like, moving back from it. Um, and... Um, my stepdaughter did do it. She did. She was brave and she took a picture. I did it. Um, my uh, sister-in-law did it. <laughs> so it was a lot of fun. We did have fun. The kids enjoyed it a lot. And it was just something nice to do with them. Uh, but it was cool. It was a different experience, you yeah. know? That sounds awesome. It sounds like a nice little vacation for you. It was a good little getaway. It was It was a good time. We just needed a little break for the kids, you know, to do yeah. something. and. And it was nice. Oh, that sounds nice. I don't think I'm quite ready to get on a plane and go somewhere, but I think we might do something to celebrate. Um, Nicole turns 14. She's graduating. She's doing her confirmation all in the next month or so. So to celebrate, I think we might do a little. How exciting. Yeah. So I think we might do a little family road trip somewhere, like drive and go somewhere. We'll see. We haven't. I don't know exactly what. We'll do, and I think um, he's been trying to talk me into doing something. So I think I'm, I think, yeah, like, any, I think we'll do something. Any ideas, like, of where or anything? Mm, I'm actually, I love D.C., and I think mm-hmm. I finally feel like we can go back, and it's mm-hmm. like, it'll be a happy time to be, we love, like, the three of us, we love the museums and uh, learning and uh, about all the different things, like, visiting, um, the the uh different uh memorials so all of that is really really exciting we've done it when she was little I think we've taken her to DC once or twice it's lovely and uh that might be something we do or I don't know we're just something within driving distance that isn't too too crazy because the long drives I'm not up for it and it can't be too long because I have work well, he does too, mm-hmm. but with my job, this is sort of new, and um, there's a new phase for me, I guess, in the summer, and so I can't be gone too long. So we'll see. We'll work something out. I think I'm I'm at the at the point where I'm I'm good with going somewhere, but we just have to plan it out. And I don't like being away too yeah. long anyway. I, like even once it hits a week, it's just like I'm ready to go back. And we have Jesse, and I don't want to be leaving her, even though. She'd probably stay with my mom or my sister, and I know she'd be well taken mm-hmm. care of. Like, we just miss her, and so I don't yeah. like being away too, too long. So we'll see, but I think we might be doing something, and I'll share whenever whenever that time comes. But um, on the on the uh, topic of well, it, of the day? <laughs> yeah, the topic of the day. Uh, before we get to that, I did want to make a little retraction of something that I said in last week's episode regarding um, – Dante Wright and the Warren, and it just goes to like um, making sure that we get the correct information out there. I had mentioned that within my research, initial reports had said that 
Um, the warrant for Dante Wright was a, a weed ticket it had, that had originated from a weed ticket. Um, and reports now are stating that that is incorrect. While he had at one point had a, a ticket for marijuana, that in fact uh, the current the current t- uh, warrant that he had was for failure to appear in court for illegal possession of a weapon and fleeing the police. So all it is is for transparency. That's why I said last week, always make sure that you do your own research. I pride myself in the research that I do, but I also get things wrong. In initial reports, uh, so many people rush to get the story out there that Mm -hmm. fact-checking, especially with the Internet and so many people reporting and, and putting information out there, we don't always get the right information, even from reputable sources, because everybody's in such a rush to get the information out there. And that's why I always say, like, maybe take the information I say, and if it sparks interest, like, do always do your own research. So I just wanted to make sure that I had the correct information uh, out there because I think that that is very important. It, this day and age, misinformation is rampant, and I just don't want to uh, contribute to that. So that was it. But today's topic is... You want to share? Yeah. So this is crazy, <laughs> but I have a lot to talk about <laughs> on this topic. Um, we uh, are going to talk about dating after divorce and how soon is too soon. Yes. So, okay. So this is a topic that you brought up. So, you know, we'll, we'll talk a little bit sometimes and try to figure out very loosely like we'll just throw out topics and then we just very loosely start talking about them um but we both contribute or we'll both say okay let's talk about this and this and then we'll throw in a few ideas together but i'm interested in how paula came up with this one um i mean it's something i have i have a vast majority of examples and stories to tell on this but i'm interested uh mostly because she's the one that brought it up so and we and I and I'm curious to see if our points of view are going to be different on this as well. Yeah. Um, well, so. I am a curator of all types of news. So listen to <laughs> financial news, to tech news, celebrity news, um, you know, local hood news. What's going on in areas around us where we used to live? So I I'm a vast reader, and I just like to have all kinds of information anyways, while watching Wendy Williams, another source of my news, you were talking <laughs> about how Kim Kardashian is now being considered um, the world's most eligible bachelorette. Oh, and God. how she's she must be getting like millions of like resumes, right? Because that's how the affluent must state. Uh, she, you know, I'm sure like world leaders and all kinds of people are coming out saying that they want to date her, so... Uh, the topic was brought up, like, you know, obviously she has kids. She's not currently divorced. She's going through a divorce, but as far as uh, mm-hmm. it's been reported, she's not currently um, divorced. So how soon is too soon to date, right? And we also saw the same case with uh, Teresa Giudice and her ex-husband, Joe Giudice, mm. who got deported to Italy. And um, right away, you know, it seemed like she, she just had a boyfriend. So how soon is too soon is... I'm interested in her. I don't know why. Like, I haven't gone back, and I know that they had a whole 
well, the breakup was on the show, and then they had a show, like a, a small spin-off or something like that, when he was getting deported and all that. But I'm interested in, I want, I do want to see that just because I'm being nosy. Yeah. But it's just that she was so gung ho about him and so for him. Yeah. And then after that whole thing happened, they changed so much, and I think she grew and she realized a lot of stuff. I don't think she grew. She, She's childish as hell. With her, uh, I think I she is she is very childish. She's childish. I, she's ignorant. But I think she grew as an independent woman, not as a person. I but think she, she was independent. though. No, I don't think so. Well, I think she was so set in her customs because she's Italian and they're very family oriented, mm-hmm. much like we are. Yeah, but. She was so for, like, I stand by my husband and, and I trust my husband and whatever he says is right and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And I think that she realized once he was in jail, everything that had happened and, the, and what she went through, because she was in jail herself, like, all of that was his fault. And it was all because she was blinded by everything. And then she was growing. I mean, and as growing, I mean, getting famous, you know, and getting to be a, a reality star. She was getting her own shit together and she didn't really need him anymore. So then that's how she grew. I feel like she grew independent and she was like, I don't need him. And he fucked me over and he did this and he didn't treat me well. And he, cause he didn't, he was a douche. Like he was such an ass. Yeah, so, no, he totally was. She, but I, I think, think with her grew and she was like, I don't need this. So she ended up not wanting to get back together with him and I don't blame her. She would have, though. She would have stayed with him. Now, this is my theory as to her. She always wanted to be, there's always been a rift between her and her brother. She was always a favorite with her parents. She always was out, very outspoken of saying, like, I take care of daddy. I take care of mommy. I'm the one that does this. I'm the one that does that. You barely visit them. Blah, 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 Mm -hmm. blah. And for her, much like I've experienced that, and again, I think uh, our cultures are similar in that way where, she didn't want to get divorced or do something that would make her look different in the eyes of her parents. Now, when she went to jail, that's when her mom got very sick. So she blamed Joe, her her ex-husband, mm-hmm. because they're like, because of you, I went to jail and I missed that very, very valuable time with mommy. And um, soon thereafter, she passed. So she was very mm-hmm. and, and very um, with very much cause. Right. Of course, uh, she was very. um she blamed him for it. And I think once then her dad got sick and all of that happened, I think I, she finally felt like she could leave him. She knew this man, like you said, he did not treat her well. He dogged her out. I mean, on cameras, everybody saw, but, you know, her her thing was always deny, deny, deny. And um, it was very blatant and apparent to everybody else that saw it. And, I mean, we only see such a short portion of their lives, but, I mean, who mm-hmm. talks to their spouse that they love that way? And mm-hmm. so, um, and obviously for appearances and who knows what else. But that woman, I mean, she's just rotten to the core. She's not a great human being. She's just, I don't know. But, but whatever, that's a topic for a different day. Um, yeah. So, but I okay, think so well, she, she was paying for boyfriend. stuff um, with her family. So I think as far as independence, she knew she could make money. Um, her husband oh, wasn't yeah. even bringing, even with all of the scheming and everything that was happening, she was the one for many years already bringing in that money. So mm-hmm. I think afterwards, I, she did feel empowered once he was in jail because she he, she didn't have that constant influence in her ear and he was away. Right. That she felt like, yeah, fine, like you weren't even paying for anything anyway. A lot of the times that's what holds uh, many 
relationships and couples back is because they're afraid of the financial repercussions were you to leave your significant other or your spouse. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she felt, I think yeah. a big factor in it. Yeah, no, for sure. Did you know, actually, um, in, in America, the divorce rate is 50, 40 to 50% of married couples in the U.S. divorce. That turns out to be anywhere from 2.9 um, couples out of 1,000. Now, I don't know how that math works, but that's according to mm-hmm. the CDC. And in 2021, while we did hear initial reports of divorce rates rising, lately they have been um, at an all-time low, not an all-time low, but they have uh, gone down quite a bit because two of the major reasons relationship uh, experts and uh, lawyers believe, now this is according to the New York Times, it's because uh, they're concerned about, they have financial concerns and uncertainty because of the pandemic. So we're seeing all kinds of things, um, different shifts up and down with divorce rates lately. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I think it's all, I think it's all just something. Now, I don't, I don't want to say this is all because of COVID and the pandemic. I think COVID and the pandemic brought this to light. But your relationship was always, something was always wrong. You were just together for the wrong reasons. And this pandemic is what brought it to light. And this is what led, you know, because a lot of marriages have ended and uh, relationships have been um, torn during this pandemic. But I don't think it's because of it. I just think it's in light of it. Yeah. Oh, no, definitely. I mean, can you imagine being with somebody but you don't really have to deal with them because you both have jobs and you're dealing mm-hmm. with kids and then all of a sudden you're home 24 mm-hmm. 7 yeah no that, yeah. that that i'm sure highlighted so many differences and people were just probably getting on each other's nerves so i can definitely see it but so back to the topic so, how okay. soon do you so, think is too soon to date after divorcing or what about while you're going through a divorce is it okay to date oh that's such a touchy subject um, I think it depends. It all de- and and it really does depend. Um, how long the relationship was for, and if there's kids involved as well. There you go. Um, I think the kids. I think the kids part is the important well, factor. That's what I would look at. No, and yes and no, because you're not going to start dating and introduce whoever you date first to your child. You know, even. I don't care how long it's been. You just don't do that. that that's just not smart. I'm, I'm, that's my opinion. This is my no, opinion. I agree. So, so I think, let's say that it's a couple that's been married five plus years. Even, I don't even, three plus years. I can't even put a number on it, really, because a marriage is a marriage. You know, like you're together with somebody. You're committed to this person. You can't just break up and then a month later be like, hey, I'm out dating. You know, I'm on this website or whatever. Like, no. But why not? Though? No. Why do you think I, that? I, I, and this is where this is where the controversy is. Because if I, to me, it's like if, if you were having your issues and having your problems, obviously it didn't happen from one month to another. You know, Some, this had been going on for a while. And whenever you decide or you mutually decide to separate, then, okay, you guys either separate or get a divorce or do whatever you want to do. But I don't think that if you are in a serious relationship, committed relationship, where you two were together and living together, still living together, not just separated or whatever, that it's healthy for you as a person 
to move on so quickly because I do think that you need to, even though there is a separation mentally from this person and the connection has probably been lost for a while, um, I think it's not healthy for you as a human being to move on so quickly and to, to do that because you need to heal. Um, you need to find yourself, you need to heal, and you need to prepare yourself for this new life that you're going to take on. And that, I, I don't think a month will do it. Like, I think it's, it, it takes a while, you know? Personally, for me, I was so not ready for it, and it took me about a year. And even a year, I was like, this might be a little too soon, because I remember being afraid. I was afraid. And But what were you it, afraid it, of? Afraid of uh, the whole, like, well, you're going out there into this date. It's a whole new world yeah. that I had been away from for almost over 10 years. Like, so you, it's hard to just step in and be like, hey, what's up? You know, and, and then not only that, but you're, you're at some point, you, I felt vulnerable because I'm single. I'm a single mother. Um, and then there's men that are coming at you for all the wrong reasons, you know, and some just want to have a good time. Some are upfront about it. Some are definitely not. Some are lying. Some are so it's difficult, like to weed that out. And you're coming out in in trying to get your wet, trying to get your feet wet, you know, and trying to just slowly step in. But you have people pushing you and wanting to, like, okay, let's do this. Let's, you know, let let me show you a good time. Let me, I want to be here for you. I want to be your friend. And no, you don't. Like you you have ill intentioned people out there as well. So it's hard. I think you need to prepare yourself. And I think you need to heal as a person. You need to heal yourself first to be okay. And then maybe you could do that. Um, and then, and then we were saying about kids. Now, when I started, I'm not going to introduce, you know, whoever to my son right away, because I don't know, it's going to take a while for you. And, and if I'm dating, I'm not going to just bring randos all around. No. So until I was in a committed, like in a relationship, then I'm going to bring him along. And it did take a while. It took another year for that to happen. Like it didn't happen right away. Um, just because I want to be sure everything happens and a relationship takes on many phases. And I wanted to make sure that this person was going to be in my life and then be around Mateo. And then not only that, but I introduced them and also had to think about what if they are not right what if they don't click what mm -hmm. if Mateo doesn't agree with me dating him what if he doesn't what if he doesn't have the patience for Mateo like what so that was another issue where I, I wasn't even sure it would work out how would have you felt at that point let's say either of them like had he not gotten along with your son or your son not vibe with him because they do see then that a lot what would you have then done? I wouldn't have been able to happen. I, yeah. I wouldn't have been able to keep that relationship going because that's like, no, what am I going to do? I'm not going to, you know, live like that. And I'm not going to put my son through that. And I'm not going to mm -hmm. just for my own selfish reasons. No. Yeah, and it agreed. just wouldn't have happened. If I would have seen that my relationship was causing my son harm and um, maybe he wasn't, he wouldn't be ready for it. Or maybe they just didn't get along. Then no then it, I'm sorry, it's not going to be able to work out. Yeah. So then your thought, oh, sorry, um, like whacking the remote. So then your thought is um, 
right after a split and you're talking about papers are signed, we're officially, we've cut ties, you feel that the person needs to take some time to be able to heal in order, like before putting themselves out there again. Definitely. Does age come to play? Like, I think like if you're older, I think that that time gets cut back because it's like, how much time do you have left on this earth? You know, you kind of need to get out there. Like if that's your plan, not everybody wants to find another relationship. But like, I think if you're older, like it would be totally cool to just be like, all right, let's go. No, no, no. Because so what if you're 25 and you get divorced? You should take a year to find yourself and to heal. But if you're 50 and you get divorced, you should go out the next week. Like, no, no. I mean, I, I don't say the next week, but I think you no, have, I know, you have like, but I, yeah, like you have a little, you, you get, have a little less time to work with because you're older because you're double the age. Well, so you take six months, but you're no. also older. So you also know more about yourself. You have more life experience. And, I mean, um, it's to each its own. You will know when, when you, but, but to every, I think to everyone, it's going to take some time and it's going to be different for everybody, but you definitely need the time. And I don't think I would say eight months to a year would be an average, like, okay, um, I take some time to myself and that might be even a little soon. Huh. Yeah. I but mean- I don't think. I don't think age plays into it. I think it's it, okay. With that said, mm-hmm. if you're 50 and you got divorced, were you married for 25 years or were you married for two? But what if you were married for 25 years and then like for like the last 10 years, you've been over it. So mentally you've been preparing yourself like until one day you say something happens, right? And you're like, and you rip the bandaid and you, I'm done. So that person has been done. And is probably more than mentally prepared to be like, all right, I want the next part of my life start now to start now. Why waste any more time? I already wasted however many years with that person. So I don't know. I think it's maybe a little different. Again, coming from no experience so, in, in the so subject. How much, but, so how much time would you think would be appropriate then for, for both? For, either age group or what, what do you think? What's I don't your... think that there's a right answer. I think uh, um, I'm very uh, opinionated with many things, but with this, especially with women, I don't know. Well, for men, I don't know. I'm I thinking think women I'd the is, different. I think women is different than men. We're more emotional uh, and more attached uh-huh. that way, so it would probably take you a little bit of time to kind of... Not only that, but we, we think a little bit more logically. And yeah. I think that, um, especially when children come into play, if you have kids, you're also thinking about your children. Um, and if they're, okay, so so let me just throw this out there too. So you are married and you have a child, me. Uh-huh. You are married and you have a child and um, you go through your issues. And I want to say for a year. And then at the end, there's this divorce, right? Um you have to, you're, you've been used to living with this person, your family with this person, their family, your child is in the middle because he, he or she is, you know, with both. And then there's this sudden separation. Not only do you have to learn to live without this person in your life daily, to get a new routine without this person, 
but your child has to adapt to it. And then you have to make sure that you are okay because if you're not okay, your child is not okay. If you are mentally not there, you know, not stable, your child is not going to be. So there's so much you have to prepare for that I think that there's just no time to be thinking about dating right away. And then comes the whole, it's, it's slowly like, like, like she's me. It slowly spreads. Like all of these things are immediate because this is in your household, right? But slowly it starts, this web just starts to come out and further and further and further as far as how it affects different areas of your life. For example, okay, it start, like I said, it starts out in your own household. You need to adapt. You either have moved, they have moved, you've stayed where you are, you found a new place, whatever the case is, there's a new situation and a new routine that needs to take place. You have to adapt to it. You have to learn. Your child does too. Okay. Then family comes into play. What happens to that? That's something else I wanted to talk about. Do you split with the family and friends? Because friends always, close friends are always in play too. Now you have the relationship with this person. Your friends have become their friends. Their friends have become your friends. Family has become close. I think it depends on the situation and the issue and what, how you deal with that. Um, and of course, on how close you are to these people. Um, but it's very difficult and touchy because do you stay in contact with everybody? Does that, does your ex stay in contact with everybody on your side? Is that something you need to discuss and say, I no longer want you to be a part of, you know, I don't want you to frequent my extended family. I don't want you to talk to my friends that were just friends because they knew you, you knew me and you were married to me. Like, I, I don't want that anymore. How does that work out? Well, I think what it has to do with the, that? I think it definitely has to do with various factors. Number one, what type of relationship did you have with your soon to be ex? Was it a volatile relationship or was it an amicable split? Those do mm -hmm. happen. So mm -hmm. if you guys had a split where you maybe both decide, or even if there was, I don't know, an affair or whatever, but at the end of the day for your children, if, if there are children involved and, and families have, have become intertwined and he has a good relationship with your family for the good of your child to, for things to remain as normal as possible, I don't think that that's a problem. However, if there was a volatile relationship, then definitely no. Who would want it? Like, um, uh, for example, if I, you know, if if I were to split and I had a good relationship with members of my ex's family, I don't see why that shouldn't why why that shouldn't continue. However, if I didn't get along with them, why even try? Um, okay. I think we all so clearly well, know say. I have no problem with cutting people off. So why would I maintain a relationship that I nor the other people had an interest in? Uh, but okay, well, when there's children that. involved, though, I think that to for things to remain as normal as possible for the ch children involved, I think that that's the, the best scenario if everyone got along when it comes to family. Anyway, when it comes to friends, perhaps a little bit of a different story. But when it comes to family, if it's a healthy relationship, um, you know, and, and everyone's of the same mind to make sure, again, want to keep things as normal as possible for the children. I, and if everybody gets along, I don't see why not. 
I see you feel a little different. <laughs> I think it depends. I mean, it all depends on what it is. Uh, it, let's say it does end mutually and amicably. Mm-hmm. What happens when either or gets in a new relationship? Okay. And it becomes awkward now. Like, awkward for who, say, though? Awkward for the people that you're bringing in? No, awkward. Uh, no, no, no. Awkward for them. So let's say you get divorced and. Knock on wood. Let's not um, put that bad juju out there. Yes. No, no, no. <laughs> knock on wood. But let's just say you're the, you know, example. Girl gets divorced, has a child. It ends amicably. Why? Oh, I get along wonderfully with the in-laws and whatever mm-hmm. and extended family so I am still always invited everywhere I'm still always gonna go I'm still gonna you know everything is good I see them on holidays I you know just amicably and likewise he he still goes to he still sees your parents talks to them when he has to you know not not like he comes over unexpectedly or anything but like okay just when they have to right but then you are in a serious relationship now and now you bring this other person along well now this person that the ex now feels betrayed by the family because you now have this new person well you're broken up like you have nothing to why are you gonna hold back or why are you why aren't you so that's where it gets difficult and i even think it gets difficult for family and friends as well well then they don't know what to do in that instance then that other person was clearly not over the relationship and in that yeah it definitely wouldn't work but i think in, in instances where the couple is clearly over each other and i think too overstanding your welcome is a thing like if you're going mm-hmm. over to your exes maybe like for things like the child's birthday where everybody gets together and ev- because everybody's getting along and genuinely likes each other totally fine but if you're just going over there for like sunday dinner Maybe that's a yeah, spot for the like, new okay, girlfriend. Yeah, you're stepping over, right. Yeah, right. like that's a spot for the new girlfriend. And maybe at that point, you know, okay, I, I'll, my time I'll back out. off. Yeah, yeah. And I think that that's, as a child grows and sees that type of healthy communication, I think that's totally normal. But yeah, like if you're going over there, like popping in because you still have a key, that's probably a little weird because like, <laughs> homie, you know, we're not married anymore. But um, in instances like maybe for Christmas, they want you to go a little bit because you want to watch your baby open his or her presents. Totally cool. But then you know what? If you have a new boyfriend and you're going to want to start making a life with that person and going over with their family. And that's another thing. Okay. Do you think that it's totally out of the question to get along with a girlfriend or boyfriend? I don't think so. I mean, maybe you shouldn't be buddy buddy, but to be cordial for again, if right. there are children involved, for your children, yes. for the sake of the relationship, why would that be bad? I mean, I don't. I, I totally agree with that. That I'm all for that. You have ended this relationship. You are divorced. You are no longer with this person. Now, mind you, of course, it depends on the situation. Now, if he he or she cheated on you, you're not going to go be best buddies with whoever they're with now, right? Oh, no. Like, I take it when I watch stuff like that, even on TV, like, I I take it personally. I'm like, how? No. Why are you trying to be nice? Right. Uh, Right. No, no, that'd totally be a different situation. And this would be, like, my situation. This this, This would be my situation. I've been divorced for two, three years already. I'm in a new relationship. Why would we, either of us, not be able to be amicable or cordial to this new person in their life if 
we've been over and done for such a long time. Because he's not like, over. What is the issue? Because you're over it, but he's not over it, and that's why. Might be. I, I and and to a point, like I get it as far as the children being involved, but I'm like, why not? I just don't understand. That just doesn't. I don't get it. Like because what, they're either not is- over you romantically, or a lot of the times, what happens is, especially with women, we're seen as possessions, and that person is mine. You may not be with me, but you're mine. You will always be mine. So now if you're with somebody else, it's like they're taking their thing away. I just think it's immaturity. I just think it's being immature. That being too. dumb. Like, what the hell? That that makes no fucking sense. Like, why wouldn't you want or want to? You know, for the sake of everything being smooth and whatever, mm-hmm. you don't even know this person. You know, like, I didn't know this person. How is it that you can't yeah. be cordial or be in the same room or be in the same area. Like, I just don't get it. Because it, honestly, really though, they clearly have not moved on. And there will come a day when that person finds somebody else. And I pray to God. <laughs> I pray. And they marry Every day. <laughs> very well may move on. And honestly, sometimes they may not. And it'll always be like a thing. Like, that was my per- Or who knows? And you're right. It might be pettiness or immaturity. But hopefully the answer is. Once that person is ready and they move on and then um, finally. It's just very annoying <laughs> when I believe, okay, in in my situation, because of course I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to say what my uh, opinion is because like I said, I have, I could talk about this forever because of the experience that I have. But in my, in my opinion, it's very annoying when you have, when you think, I believe that I am being mature with my thoughts and decisions and you don't have that reciprocated on the other end. Like, so it becomes what you didn't want it to become. The relationship then becomes where you never thought you would be with this person because of that. Not because of how it ended, because it ended amicably and it ended in a note where I was like, oh my God, I'm so glad that we are not like this bad and this is what's going on but it's crazy how it got to that point because you are not reciprocated in your thoughts and in in the way that you think everything should be structured mm-hmm. um because i think a lot a- of time what happens is even though you split and you might have signed those papers the fact that you're not with somebody else it doesn't make it seem real for some people until, until they see you on. with someone else and then that's yeah. when they're triggered and thinking no this is my person even, even though you've though been divorced been two years later yes <laughs> okay but because they hadn't physically seen you with somebody else and not even just somebody else they might be like oh whatever it's like a you know that'll last a few days but once they see you actually building a future with someone else and it seems real and it's something but well, we then used to have that you problem. can't have that with somebody else like why are you moving mm-hmm. on and so that brings up feelings that maybe I mean he didn't even know he had and so it brings out the ugly in people there's just so many facets to all of it like when people get divorced I mean for for both parties right when is it right for you to date when is it right for you to tell everybody you're dating because that might be a fear right how is the other person going to react that's another thing like it it took me a while to also like finally say I'm dating or I'm seeing somebody or is you know, finally, and little by little, it wasn't little pieces, you know, like, okay, I'm dating. And then it was now I'm dating this person. And uh-huh. okay, I'm committed to this person, I'm introducing this person. And then it, you know, little by little, it got there. But 
another big thing, and I did bring it up, is how do you cut off? How do you tell this person, or I have, what, what do you do? Mm. You told this person, I do not want you to be around my family, to communicate with my family, to be Facebook friends with my family. Yeah. And, and sort out sort of friends and stuff because this person is not on the same level you are. And it's just creating more issues. And you don't want to involve other people because you shouldn't, it shouldn't get to a point where I need to reach out to certain people and be like, hey, don't talk to him. Don't do, no. He should, I think, in my opinion, he should step out and be like, I'm not with her anymore. Uh, I'm not part of the family anymore. And we weren't that close to begin with with this person. So let me step out and let me not do this anymore. You know, I think that that's the mature thing to do. Dude, you're not wanted. Like, yeah. step out. Yeah, I think at some point, I mean, it is up to, he has to be the one to make that decision. Because if he doesn't stop, what's your family going to do? I mean, they can delete him and it can be a whole other thing. And I don't want to put people in that situation. Exactly. I shouldn't have to. Right. I shouldn't have to, you know, do that. I don't want... I've been in that situation myself where family members or friends will get divorced and you're kind of stuck in the middle of them and you feel awful because you do want to, you know, say, okay, my loyalty is to this person because they're my family member, they're my friend or whatever. Uh, but I, I don't have any, it's nothing personal against you. I just, you know, need to move on or I need to respect or, but I'm kind of caught in the middle and it's sort of a relief when they do it on their own because then it doesn't put the pressure on you. Yeah. And that's and how it not should to be. Say, not to say that you, I'm saying, I don't want you to ever speak to him again and <sighs> ever see him on the street and cross the street if you see him or whatever. Like, no, of course not. I'm not saying that. Or that anybody can't be cordial. That is like the most. But I, I just don't see why you need to be intertwined or in the know or still communicate with my loved ones if they have nothing to do with you anymore yeah i think that's the key if there was no real relationship prior because that happens sometimes and there's no reason to now when and there is a relationship yeah if there was a relationship then that might might be a little bit more difficult both on the mm -hmm. side of your ex as well on the side of your family what if like let's say your brother and he were best friends yeah. and that's, that does I happen would totally get that it would be difficult i mean I'm not going to lie. That would be a difficult, difficult situation, mm -hmm. but I would understand that. Like, okay, they grew very close and they're BFFs and this is going to be hard for us to handle, but okay, I'm going to have to deal with it somehow. But yeah. if, no, if they were just like, what's up, bro? Exactly. That's it. Then no. There's no reason to. Be to. Around. No, no. And, and sometimes the other person just hangs around in hopes to maybe get information and see what you're up and to. That's and that's what it is. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. It's just, and at the same time, I feel like, dude, like, you're just hurting yourself and doing this to yourself because really there's nothing here for mm -hmm. you. I don't understand what the whole concept of still holding on and reaching on. Mm -hmm. And if you are asked, please do not do this and you continue to do it, like, what else do you do? Yeah, no, you can't. The, those are, and then obviously that that's on other people. I mean, you can't, don't have control over family members or even your ex. So you just hope that everybody just does the right thing. Now, really quick, as we wrap up, what about friends? What's your that, stance on friends when happened. you split up? So, how do you how do you divvy them up? How do you divvy them up? Okay, I think whoever you brought along, whoever stays along. 
along and how close they are. Yes. So I, I've had that situation as well. And my friends became friends, quotes, I'm doing air quotes here, because he was married to me, not because he knew them. And I also wanted, and I did the air quotes because they weren't really friends. They were more acquaintances. They would see each other whenever I would see them. They would, it's not like they went fishing. It's not like they played poker. They played sports. They did anything. They, nothing. It was just whenever there was a gathering, whenever there was a celebration, I was invited. So he was, he would come along. Yeah. So that's how they all knew each other. Now, other than that, that was it. Like he was considered because he was a husband, not because he was one of them and he was close to them or he had a close relationship with anybody. So that is an issue as well, because now I'm in a new new relationship. And what's now right now, because of COVID, that hasn't been an issue because obviously, you know, we don't really gather, get along, get, get together. But what's the, what would happen or what's going to happen when that doesn't, you know, like you need to let go. And I think that that's something that you need to do. That's not something that they should be doing. And I shouldn't be saying that to anybody. I think you should be like, you know, I need to accept that I really don't have this relationship with them and I'm going to step out. Yeah, I don't know. And Sometimes it, it does up. get awkward. You just it don't know. It is awkward. Like we've it had experiences awkward. where... People have split, and I think we've stuck with the person we were closest to, whether that was, I mean, usually it's been the guy, because we met a lot of couple friends uh, when we got married, and a lot of them were because my husband kind of introduced them to us as a family, and if we were closer, we were kind of, I was friends with the girl, but mostly I was even more, I was even closer to the guy, and when they split, mm-hmm. we kept the guy in the divorce. Mm-hmm. So We kept the guy. We kept the guy in the divorce. <laughs> Uh, have you seen that movie with uh, Ryan, um, not Reynolds, um, the other hottie, Ryan, is it, is it Ryan? It is Ryan on Mickey Mouse Club. He was, shoot, he's married to Eva Mendez. Okay. Why can't I think, oh my God, I'm like a celebrity guru gossip, like, mm. I cannot, why the hell, Ryan, I all, all I keep thinking is Ryan Reynolds, anyway, it'll come to me. Um, but in that movie with, uh, uh, Steve Carell, where he, the, he gets split from Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yes. Uh-huh. And then he, the, his friends are like, well, my wife said that, you know, we get your wife in the divorce. I can't be friends with you anymore. So he brings him a cologne <laughs> as a present and says like, sorry, <laughs> I gotta go. She thinks I went to the store. <laughs> it, it was like so I mean, sad. I- I wouldn't want it to get to that point, but I think as a, as an adult and as a, I don't know, like as an adult and as you have to be real with yourself for your own, for your own good, you would need to sort of advocate for yourself and be like, this isn't good for me. These are really her friends. Or if there's too much like anguish with still being friends with, with people that, your ex was friends with and why be friends with them you know unless there was a real friendship like you're saying um where if I saw like oh I'm not really friends with them it was, they were just more of acquaintances and he became really good friends with them then I'd be like whatever like I'm good with that like I don't I don't need that but when it's the opposite like it's annoying it, it gets annoying 
But I'm not anybody also to be calling out people and be like, don't be friends with him. Don't do this. Don't do that. I let everybody do their own thing. I just think that that's something that you should do on your own. Mm-hmm. Sorry, it was Gosling. Ryan Gosling. Sorry. How could I forget his right. name? <laughs> In the movie Crazy, Crazy Stupid Love. Sorry. It was going to yes, kill me. that one. Yeah. 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 That's a good one. Holy moly. That was really hurting so, my brain. But yeah, no, yeah. I mean, hey, it's a, it's a difficult one. And sometimes uh, you make the wrong choice uh, and then you're like, damn it, we should have stuck with the other one. Uh, but it's like they were better together I'm like this person wasn't this weird when they were in a couple mm-hmm. and then you're like shit yeah I'm like made mm-hmm. the wrong mistake but you it can't happens. go back can't go back once it you make your choice it is what it is so choose wisely people it's a hunger games out mm-hmm. here <laughs> <laughs> you gotta choose wisely come the apocalypse like who do you want in your corner who has what skills who has what to offer? Mm-hmm. That's right. Do you have the iodine where I can boil my water and have safe drinking water once the water system goes down? Do you have that skill? <laughs> a, little crazy. Du- a little Duvar. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, no, I mean, man, they're, they're, I'm, and you were afraid we were not going to have enough to talk about with this topic. Yeah, and look at this. Mm, oh, no, I could go on this for, with this forever. That's why I was like, are we, we're going to talk about this and something else? Yeah, okay. no way. No way. No. But yeah, I mean, it's a touchy subject and it is definitely very personal to everyone. You make your own choices. A lot of the times, you know, there can be such a thing as too soon, but it depends on the individual. You know, I think where what was a relationship like? How long how long were you in it? Are there children involved? How old are you? I think that that matters. I mean, shoot, if you're like, have you watched that show Grace and Frankie? The one um, where yeah, their yeah. husbands end well, I up. Watched, I, I watched a couple of the beginning episodes and then I kind of fell off of it. It's amazing. But, but basically, like, you know, they're in their, I don't know what, 70s, 80s. And then their husbands and uh, they come out. And oh, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're gay, gay and they want to yes. be together. And so now these mm-hmm. women are like, great. Like, we're about to <laughs> die. So one of them yeah. is a little bit more, you know, she ends up like dating and she, and she struggles with that. Like, is it too soon? Like what the hell? And then like her friends are like, you know, too soon. Like you're about to be six feet under. What do you mean too soon? (laughs) So I think there's, there's definitely certain, certain instances where it's okay for you to go ahead and not even to look for a serious relationship, but perhaps to just be free, feel yourself out and, and just experience something different than what you had. If possibly something that you had was toxic or just, horrible and maybe not what a true loving relationship was like and people around you want you to get yourself out there because they want you to finally experience what being happy is and so there's so many facets um that we could go into there's just this this topic has so many so many branches Mm -hmm. and so but just you know food for thought right you just never know what people are going through and this is something that like maybe you'll think about a little bit more once you're choosing friends or family members or maybe you'll think about hey they're splitting up maybe we shouldn't uh maybe we should respect and actually back off right to not make it awkward mm-hmm. for our you know our family member and maybe we should stop reaching out to the ex or maybe make a little bit of an effort and reach out if you want some sort of um harmony to remain so it's just so many factors play into it, depending on, you know, what it is that you're going to decide. But just, again, food for thought, right? Crazy. Yep, I agree. I agree. You just never know what's going on. 
or maybe you just haven't put yourself in that place to be like okay maybe I shouldn't like you said keep reaching out to this person or if this person reaches out maybe I should keep it short you know Mm -hmm. just to respect um where they stand and you never know what could be going on you just don't know about it yeah just I guess like be considerate and really pay attention when someone around you is going through something like that and maybe it is best for you to stop communication or um, be able to support your family member in a different way now that you have a little bit more information and a little firsthand information and experience from Sarah. She's gone through it, so just be considerate. <laughs> yes, email me. Talk you, to me. Let me know. I could go on with this forever. Could you I hear it in her voice? Yes, can you? The mm-hmm. little expressive in this one. <laughs> I had last week. She has this week. It's like, mm-hmm. just let it out, man. Just let it out. <laughs> All right, guys. With that being said, thank you so much for listening. Tune in next week for another fresh episode of For Real, For Real. And, guys, don't forget to hit us up. We are For Real underscore For Real Pod on Insta. For Real, For Real Pod on Facebook. And our email is forrealpod at gmail.com. You can hear us on For Real, For Real on Anchor, Spotify, um one of the rest you know apple (laughs) podcast and thanks for all of the recent reviews and ratings thank you so much uh we're also on breaker yes we'd love to hear it and i think that's it then comadre um until next time uh we're trying to get together soon so hopefully (laughs) that'll happen and um we have some other special guests prepared so hopefully that That'll be soon, but until then, thank you so much, and don't forget to spread it like your tia spreads the cheese mix. (laughs) Spread it.